Have you ever heard the phrase guilty by association? What it means is that someone could be found guilty of a crime simply because they are associated with the person who actually committed the crime. This is a serious thing when it comes to breaking the law, but it's also a serious thing when it comes to our reputation. We are known by the company we keep. I'll never forget some kids in my fifth grade class acting up while our teacher was out of the room. And when she came back, we all got in trouble. I, of course, wasn't doing anything wrong. Isn't that usually the case? Over the years, our guilty by association stories can get a bit more serious at times, can't they? Here's the thing, who we hang out with matters. It matters when we're kids, but it still applies when we are adults, even more so. And if you're walking into this new year or season wanting a clean slate, trying to establish good habits, rhythms, and routines for your life, and choosing to put God first by seeking Him daily as you allow Him to guide your steps, the company you keep matters. Here's why. 1 Corinthians 15:33. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning, for there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. Paul is writing this to the Corinthian church. Interestingly enough, the phrase living like a Corinthian was used in the first century to describe the people of Corinth. Sadly, it wasn't a good thing. The Corinthian Christians weren't only guilty by association of living in Corinth, they were guilty of living like Corinthians, indulging in bad habits, immoral choices, and pretty much living however they pleased. They were undisciplined in the ways of self-control and following God's ways. So Paul speaks to it and reminds them, bad company corrupts good character and good habits. Stop sinning and hanging around people who are leading you to believe things that aren't true and who are corrupting the good habits you are trying to establish. I think this is so relevant for us today. Maybe this is right where you are. You've given your heart uh, to Jesus and you wanna do what is right and good. You've evaluated how you spend your time. You're practicing spiritual disciplines, maturing in your faith, but you're hanging out with the same old crowd. Here's where it can get tough. We are called to love, but if you're struggling with old sin habits and destructive patterns or addictions that you are trying to leave behind, sometimes the most loving thing you can do is to leave behind those friends who Paul would classify as evil company. You may need to love them from a distance. Let them know why you're making positive and healthy changes in your life and pray that God will then use your life and heart change to open their eyes to possibly make change for good in theirs. This is all a part of establishing those new year and new day rhythms, routines, and changes that will lead to blessing for your life. Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. 
The company you keep matters. Leave the old ways, habits, and maybe even friends behind. Delight in the law of the Lord and trust He will lead you to all things new. That's the truth. Throw off the old and press into something new. When God does a new thing in our lives, we never ever want to look back. I'm Lori Klein.